Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Sophie Collins, and I am a mother and entrepreneur, and I am obsessed with feeling my best. This show is going to cover everything from work to wellness to motherhood and what it looks like to encompass all of those things into your life. I hope you enjoy. Today's conversation is so much fun. I spoke with the co-founder of Formula Fig, JJ Walsh. JJ is a mom of three, co-founder of the incredible Formula Fig, which has locations in Vancouver, Los Angeles, and my hometown of Toronto. JJ is from London, lived in Vancouver, and now resides in LA with her husband and kids. And let me tell you, she is an absolute hoot. (laughs) This conversation goes everywhere from gardening in the nude to her favorite skincare products and she's a wealth of knowledge to her fashion career in London, her wild days and it is so much fun to connect with her in this way and I just hope you love this conversation. She is truly a force to be reckoned with and if you haven't heard of Formula Fig by now, I urge you to check out their online store as well as their incredible incredibly designed, beautiful, beautiful stores. So without further ado, please welcome JJ Walsh to Sophie Obsessed with Feeling My Best. JJ, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to dig into everything skincare, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and more with you. So thank you for taking the time. It's my pleasure to be here. It's nice to be with you. It's so nice to be with you. It's only the second time we've met, although I feel like we're fast friends and old friends right yeah, away. I <laughs> when I refer to you, like I know you very well. Yes. <laughs> we have a texting relationship. This hour seems very <laughs> informative. Yes. Yes, for sure. So tell us a little bit about Formula Fig and how you started it and, and what you're doing today for those who don't know. Oh my goodness, that's quite a that's quite a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Formula Fig, the official sort of line is we're an experiential skincare company. So we mix retail and service, and we offer thirty minute treatments. But they're all very high tech because you want bang for your buck and you want efficiency and efficacy. But really, we designed it because of what I wanted. Yeah. I love convenience. I love design. I love community. And that was something I was craving when I moved to Vancouver. And um, yeah, so Anita myself, she's my co-founder. Um, she's from Vancouver. She's amazing. Um, we started it four years ago now. Four and a wow. years ago. I know. It's been a fast and furious That's fast. four years. Yeah. How many locations do you have now in four Almost years? seven. Wow. Yeah. But um, I can't even, instead of looking back, I can't quite. I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat as well because COVID hit. Yeah. I mean, brilliant time to open a brick and mortar store. <laughs> Especially one where people are touching your face. <laughs> yeah. That was that was great. Yeah. Uh, we had to pivot very quickly and do a non-touch facial. So if you can imagine that. How, what did you do? <laughs> well, we have these incredible machines with LED light therapy, which okay. I'm obsessed by. And I think they're also very good for mental health as well. But um, we set up the pods and it was like no touch. And we set up really sweet little trays and our, our brand partners, like uh, the skincare brands, 
they sent us sachets. Obviously, you couldn't do any testers or anything. And you'd go in there, you'd book in for 30 minutes, you'd put your uh, your sound of headphones on or you'd bring a plug into a podcast and then you'd have 30 minutes of light therapy. And actually, we've kept that since. Wow. And that's a really, yeah, big part of our business now. That's amazing. Yes, but I, yeah, I'm not going to lie, that was quite a WTF moment. Absolutely, <laughs> because I think for those who don't know, you put so much time and effort into each of your stores yes. and the design and the concepts, and it really is about the experience of coming in. I know you have your online store, which we can get to, but really coming into the store and experiencing and being like almost enveloping into 100%. that moment. How do you find inspiration for your stores? Um, <laughs> um, again, the <laughs> the PC answer would be sort of anywhere, anywhere I go. I'm always taking pictures, and I have a um, I have a folder on my phone. A- anything if I'm flicking through the FT in the weekend or mm-hmm. magazines, or I really try and travel as much as possible now and see a lot of theatre and art, everything from sets to to everywhere I look at. But typically, <laughs> I aggregate it. Might have like a nice little cheeky glass of wine or yeah. two on a Friday yeah, night. Or three. And yeah, <laughs> three. You can see the different stores, how experimental they get, <laughs> where yeah. I was in my journey. But then, yeah, so sketch them out. And I work with amazing um, architects called Scott & Scott in amazing. Vancouver, which is quite close to here. Oh, wow. Um, and they they turn my ideas and my storyboards and my, and my sketches into a, an engineering feat. So, wow. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really, really fun. All of your stores are so different. What, Which is the one that is inspired by your favorite tube station in London? That is Ossington oh. uh, in Toronto. And actually, we were never meant to go to Toronto. Really? No. And a girlfriend of mine, she has a jewelry store, Manly Old, and she said, oh, JJ, I'm opening up in Toronto. I was like, I've actually never been. Yeah. <laughs> this wow. Was, this is mid-COVID as well. And she said, but this street is going to be the next big street. And so I sort of did a Google Maps and stalled it a little bit. And I was like, okay, we're going to go in. Um, but they're really long, narrow mm. units, buildings. This is where the Ride Cycle Club um, Yeah, just Ossington, exactly. Right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Just, and I think um, Sunday's Furniture is yes. there, Mandy's Salads. Yeah, so it's a really, it's a, it's a buzzing area. Um, but they're really long and narrow. So it's a real challenge to try and fit treatment rooms in as well as retail. And so the immediate thing is, oh gosh, you know, what's long and narrow? Well, so smart. Among other things, it would be a tube station. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Gloucester, and I spent a lot of time standing in tube stations. And even I went back this trip actually to, to the UK to my family. They are so beautifully designed um, yeah. still. And just the, the quality of materials which stood the test of time. And I was like, okay, we want to build fig bars, which really do stand the test of time. So we're not having to redo them every two years. Mm-hmm. Or they don't get dinged, you know, and yeah. uh, things sort of fall apart. So um. Gloucester Road tubes. We have the terrazzo from Gloucester Road tube. We even have the subway tiles on the walls and then everything curves around oh, as well. That's amazing. I can't yeah, wait to That go. was a really fun one. That was a good one. That's really, really fun. And you yes. just opened up West Hollywood. Just opened up West Hollywood. And that is very deco. I have a favorite building in LA on Wiltshire. It's like a, it's a music hall, but it's the facade's quite fabulous. It's really as beautiful. And so I wanted it so a nod to that. But I never take things too literally. So I've learned my lesson. Mm. <laughs> if I show someone a mood board and they're like, what? Do you want to curve spiral staircase down the center? Like, no, 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 no. It's just the, the feel vibe. of it. It's the vibe. Yeah. Just imagine. So I've learned my lesson not to be too, <laughs> yeah. Not to take too my husband and I have similar conversations. I'm like, no, babe, it's not that. It's the vibe of yeah. that. You it's know? the way the shadow hits the wall and yeah. makes you feel. 
do that. <laughs> do that. <laughs> Just figure out how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I drive most of my team nuts. Um, but yeah, but that's um that's one of my favorite parts of the job. And I thought it would be quite a big part of my job. <laughs> I learned quite quickly it's not, but I still want my favorite parts of the job. What has your job evolved to be now more than it was creative at the beginning? Oh, there's, it's very operationally heavy. Mm. Um, running, we, I always say we have sort of four different um, businesses in one. Mm-hmm. One is facials, one is medical aesthetics, one is retail. And obviously we, we do all our own pod products, our bat bar as well. So um, it's very complex. And then you're also doing it cross-border and then also doing it cross-country. I didn't quite realize how far away Toronto was from Vancouver, (laughs) Um, but it's been good. I think it's been really good to prove out the Mm -hmm. concept over four years. And I'm realizing I I love problem solving. I love figuring out how to be most efficient with ops. Mm -hmm. I found that as well, becoming an entrepreneur Solving problems for your own business is also yes. a lot more interesting than solving them for someone else's. Hundred percent. That's their problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's always something yeah. to do, but that's what yes. makes it exciting, and that's no, like exactly. what makes every day different. I totally. And also the growth company that you know, you know yeah. as well. It's it's never steady state ever, mm-hmm. and so even people join the company. I'm like, are you sure you want to join a growth company? Every day is different, and we're always you know driving and pushing and iterating. And it's not for everyone. Yeah. Um, no. Just, no. So It's definitely not. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you hit a milestone and it's great for about 10 minutes. And Agreed. then you're like, what's next? You 100%. know, like, okay, we got that. 100%. What does the next thing look yeah. like? How do you balance that? I think I love it. As you know, yeah. like I know I, I've moved yeah. countries quite a bit. I'm always, always ready for that next chapter and change. And I really love seeing how things evolve. I think... What I'm learning to be better at is supporting team through that as well, because mm-hmm. obviously they all work incredibly hard as well. But yeah, getting them progressing forward. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. so many founders say. It's yes. like you get in for the creative excitement of yes. it and you're the building and then you have a team and you realize, yes. okay, now you're a people manager. And that's a very yes. different skill than a creative director. Very different. And especially during COVID. So I think we only had about 50 no, 30 team members when COVID hit. Okay. And obviously, you know, we weren't that well-versed in HR or, you know, especially comparing ourselves to these bigger companies, which were going yeah. through, obviously, everyone through the same thing. So we had to learn very quickly. And now our team is 150 and growing rapidly day by day. And so, I, you know, it's just constantly, like, where do you not put out the fire, but where do you put the focus to? Mm-hmm. And a huge amount, you'd ask me, you know, what's my focus? And by quarter, I try and do it. But in Q2, it was definitely infrastructure and people. Mm-hmm. You don't always see that. No. no. No, you don't always see that progress, but there's a huge amount put in. And um, it's hard to show that on Instagram. It's really, <laughs> it's really hard to translate that as a concept. People love the subway tile, but they're not as like, excited Get another post of subway tiles up. <laughs> yeah. We're good. Where no are one the pics of Bambi the subway <laughs> Exactly. And do you bring someone in for that? Or like, do you try and figure that out yourself? Like, what's but been your approach? For people, mm-hmm. um, definitely we've got to the point now where you bring in the experts. Yeah. I always make sure that I know. So I'd really do my research. For, for I always do research. I might do a little bit of a masterclass. Yeah. <laughs> I might do, I, and I will really make sure I kind of know what people are talking about. And I would say as, as a rule of thumb, yeah. even if you're hiring a contractor and they're experts, try and get an understanding of what they do. Obviously, they're going to do better than you. Yeah. But have an understanding, so you're never taken for a ride. No, um, but for sure, I think there's people who are 
we now need to bring those people in and we have found some excellent people. Amazing. So yes, I am not well-versed in, in HR. I think I get far too emotional and passionate. <laughs> and, and it's your brand. And it's, it's my brand, company. it's my baby, but sometimes you still take a step back and yeah. Yeah, of course. And how do you and your co-founder kind of divide and conquer? Yeah, do you know, I do know it's an art or a science to it really, but um, we work really well together. Mm. We're both very... Um, I was thinking about this the other day. I think we're both very sure of who we are. Mm. Um, and we're very confident in that. And I think that that's that's a bonus. We have very different skill sets. Yeah. And very different. I think um I'm probably slightly more not outgoing. She's very outgoing and funny, but uh I'm I'm probably that side of it. Um and our backgrounds are incredibly different, not just culturally. Mm-hmm. Um like Anita is Chinese, I am British, but still there's a I think there's a commonality there mm. as well. And we have a very similar value set. And when we first got together, we really spoke through that. And our family is huge for us. Yeah. Also making how people feel is huge for us. And we very much believe as female founders, don't mistake, you know, sort of kindness for weakness, mm-hmm. but also to be fair and also to create career paths. Yes. And I think that no, and I think we are very much incredibly passionate together in that. And we're very good communicators with each other. We'll it's call so a spade important. a spade. Yeah. yeah there is no. no simmering which goes on. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. It, it just festers. No. I mean, I think simmering in general is just so it's dangerous. So dangerous. It just yeah. builds so much resentment. Joni and I are the same. I mean, if there is an issue, yeah. you just like we're just straight to the point. Yeah. Because also there's be. no time. No. There's and no I also time feel that. The bush. No, and that can get quite divisive. <laughs> yeah. Especially, but we've always said, no, Anita and I come as a, a package yeah. and we're very, very tight with that. Um, yeah. And we all tell each other everything. But I think we're very, yeah, we're very trusting, yeah. strong values and we all play, we, we don't play in the gray. Yeah. We're very, very straight down the line. So hopefully yeah. <laughs> everyone who's worked with us or, or for us, they know that. And she's still in Vancouver. She's in Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. She's born and bred here. Wow. And actually we met, we got hooked up um, <laughs> by our preschool teacher. Oh. Yeah, so I, I know I always I, I love working with people and it hence figures mm-hmm. such a community. I love collaborating. I'm just not a solo player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I we so I sort of dated a few people because I knew I had this idea, but I wanted to do it someone. And um Anita obviously came across my radar. She's got an incredible track record. She used to work for TD Securities. Um wow. she actually worked for like a, an amazing um startup, a medical startup actually in Poland oh, wow. in China. Yeah. So she, she has good credentials. Yeah. And so I stalked her on LinkedIn, found a connection, went to that preschool. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. <laughs> the truth comes out. But she's cool. She's funny. And then I sort of invited her over for a, a play date with our youngest. And she left the play date and texted me saying, you either want me to invest or you want me to join you. I, and I was love like, that. Join me. And she oh. said, well, I have to do my due diligence, which took three months. Wow. <laughs> I was like, yeah, t- time's that's a, yeah, that's a long yeah. time. But no, so but she, so coming think, from TD Securities, you're you're doing so. some serious due diligence. So I'm much more. Um, she's much more risk averse. Yeah, I'm like, show me the risk. Yeah, I'm like a dive in. Yeah, I'm like, I feel good about it, so we're going to move forward. My husband's like, Are you sure? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. We're good. <laughs> we're, good. we're good. It's it's a good we're foil. Good. I think that's a really good trait to have as a founder. You have to be decisive. Yeah, and I think. As a CEO recently, you you have to make the calls and sometimes they might not always be the right call. You try and gather as many facts as possible and we have a whole um, decision framework we go through. Did you make that up yourself, the decision framework? Yeah, we did. And we sort of compiled it, I think, from various other companies as well. Yeah. But it's really, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward, isn't it? Why, the what, the when, the how much and et cetera, et cetera. And that really has helped me. So even the call this morning with the team, I was like, show me the facts. Yeah. 
obviously all move quickly, but you have to be very methodical of when you, how you think through things. Now I digress and I can't remember where I was going. But no, yes, but I'm very have, decisive, yes. decisive. And I'll make decisions. And I just think sometimes as a founder, you have to keep making decisions. If you don't, you... You do nothing. That's that's the thing. You yeah. do nothing. And sometimes, obviously, you want to like take your time. And Anita obviously did, thinking about going into business <laughs> with you. But we're all glad she did. <laughs> you put it that way. I was like... Oh. <laughs> and a lucky thing, Anita. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you come from a very different background. You, you different. worked in fashion. I worked in fashion. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, never intended to work in fashion. My I had been at boarding school, an all-girls boarding school in the UK, my education was very much about female empowerment. Looking mm. back as well, I was very independent. Yeah. I left school, I left home at 17. Yeah. My, my family was incredible, but I was always very driven from that side. But I think the school was always very much driving you to not to the arts. Yeah. Very much, you know, to <laughs> the other way. A lot of investment bankers. Medics. Yeah. And I was, you no, know, I was a fine student. I was, you know, okay. And, but I was quite disciplined. I yeah. always danced. Okay, I used to train like, for four hours a day, and I was, I was very, I was very. I knew what I wanted, yeah. um, but I didn't know what I wanted. I knew I didn't want to go to freaking university and study geography and economics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, and I went there, and I remember thinking, "This just is rubbish. This is not for me. This is not sparking any, yeah. you know, any um, drive." And so I actually left university. I was at a very good university, doing a very good degree, and. At the time, I'd actually been interning for, uh, for many years, actually, throughout the um, throughout Condé Nast, oh, wow. the publishing house. Yeah. And um, and I saw an opening, I saw a gaff. And at the same time, I was also working nights at the nightclubs around London. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, but again, like, not as a bar, you know, not behind the bar, but I was running the guest list or bringing people together. And I could see, I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Not, yeah. Number one, how you interact with people and how you manage situations. Um, also, so, I think interesting about that, how people interact with you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's what's really interesting. It's really interesting. Um, I used to have personas. I used to love like deciding to you know, dress dress in a certain way yeah. and different nights. And I think that's what really got me. I was like, I really want to explore that side much more. And so, yes, I took a full-time job at Condé Nast and to my parents, left university, paid my way through. <laughs> Probably thought I was still living in halls. Um, <laughs> but it was great. And I absolutely loved it. I worked my socks off for four years. Wow. Yeah. And then was that when you started having kids? Is that when you met no, your husband? No, I was, I, what was it? I was like 22 by that point. So 23. So I left when I was 19, 18, yeah. 19. And then I did actually meet my husband, Ollie. Um, we were friends. Oh. But he used to work across the square from me on, on Hanover Square opposite Vogue oh. House. We used to meet for coffee. And after a rather string of inappropriate boyfriends during the fashion industry, <laughs> my mum coming up to London and she bumped into us like a, in a coffee shop next door and she said, darling, he's rather lovely. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he is actually. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you guys are so the, sweet together. Oh, that's probably one of the best decisions I ever made. Like he's an incredibly yeah. supportive person and he will say, you're not jumping high enough or you go. Um, so yeah, it's been a... In a very good partnership. Yeah. I mean, I saw you dancing at a wedding. You guys still got it. <laughs> we still got it. You still got it. It's so <laughs> nice to see. Yeah, he's and awesome. you have three kids now. Three kids. And they're older than mine, but still yeah. young. I can't believe it. 11, 10, and 7. That's so crazy. Does it go by as fast as they say? Oh, they do. It's so annoying when they do say that, isn't it? And you're like, yeah. okay, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you're like Whilst drowning. the toddler's having a tantrum. Yeah. It's great. Um, it does, actually. Um, the older two, they were born in London. 
Okay. And so we moved here when Ophelia, my second, was eight weeks. Wow. Yeah. So we decided to move like a week before I gave birth. Wow. I remember saying to Ollie, okay, listen, I can work remotely. I had a consultancy at the time and I was still sort of freelancing for Condé Nast, but you better make a decision. It's either Vancouver or it's New York because I need to give birth. (laughs) And so, yeah. So I gave birth, we packed up the house and then we moved over. Wow. And were you still working at the time when you were were doing that from here? It's far. It's It's really far. And that didn't last very long. It's it's just the time. I mean, I can hardly like get on the phone with my dad and he's in Toronto. Exactly. It's really, it was really hard. And I thought, I actually, I thought I could do it all and I couldn't. And even when people say, well, how do you compare Vancouver to London to L.A.? I was like, I think as soon as you get into a comparison game, it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Um, so I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't sort of be moaning the fact that I can't have my same lifestyle in London and trot around town and mm-hmm. you know, know a lot of people and yeah. do what I was doing. But so what does the West Coast have to offer and what are, what are their strengths and how do I get involved? How did you find that? Like, what did the West Coast have to offer to you? What did you love about living here? To start with, a lot of rain and yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> I think I bought my first ever pair of Lulu. I didn't know what Lululemon was. I bought a takeaway cup, which I'm very glad to see used for. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course. But I remember being in a park a lot and just standing there thinking, this is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> but it rains in London. It rains in London, but I think I, you know, I had a support network there. Yeah. I knew which museums to go to with yeah. a, you know, a newborn and a toddler where you, you wouldn't get told off for touching stuff and... Um, I don't think people go to museums here with newborns and toddlers, do no, they? No, but I said, what, what, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, where do, do I go? Yeah. And even like on Sunday, you know, on a, on a weekend, like I could, we couldn't escape to anyone's house. We didn't know anyone. Yeah. And so that's even so now, like, people with newborns come to ours. I'll cook you lunch, just sit. <laughs> but I remember being in the park, in Trimble Park, and this woman, this very glamorous woman, walked in with her little, little two-year-old. And she saw me just looking thoroughly miserable. And she's like, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so. Um, I've got you. Hop in my car, drop the kids with my nanny, hop in the car, and I'm going to take you around town and show you all the spots. And that amazing woman's um, Laura, who owns Mish. Ah, oh, you told me that story. Yeah, and I, I was mean... like, thank you so much. And so that's what opened my eyes a little bit more. But also, I got a welcome pack from my husband's company. <laughs> Wait, was what like, was in it? Well... What was in it? Just a whole load of workout brochures. Okay. For, like, just for no workout clothes? Just brochures? No, no, no. I know. It's a good point, actually. Free workouts or just brochures about workouts? I genuinely think it was just brochures. Wow. Maybe, maybe a bit of like a Botox offering. I'm not really sure. <laughs> just <laughs> a brochure about and Botox. And I was like, gosh, gosh, you know, what's everyone suggesting? But I guess everyone just works out here. And does Botox, apparently. And does, <laughs> I hadn't tapped into that one just yet. That was my next, obviously, my next chapter. Yeah. Um, but I remember seeing this one of flyers and I was like, do you want like a long, lean muscle <laughs> toned out or something with sculpted arms? I'm like, yes, yeah. I do. I do. Because I don't have that right now and I don't feel great <laughs> well, as a Well, eight-week-old Oh, baby. I felt rubbish. Yeah. And Ollie just disappeared. I didn't see Ollie for four years. Oh. And um, I was like, yeah. And it was the bar method downtown. Ah. So, and I didn't know anyone again. I think Laura hadn't come along just yet, but... Um, so I went there. I was like, oh, gosh, this is the way for people to talk to me. <laughs> Number one, the instructor's going to have to talk to me. You're <laughs> and, right at the front. Yeah. <laughs> and so I really did pluck a lot of courage. I was like, okay, oh, gosh, this is so awkward. And, but yeah, so I started working out there. And then after eight months, they were like, oh, we're doing um, instructor interviews. I'm like, sure, let's do it. Yeah. So I did that. I was like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, actually. I, I was much more involved than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it'd be a weekend. Of course, kudos to you, Bar Method. You do a very, very good training. Eight wow. months later. Eight months. <laughs> Eight months, yeah. 
eight wow. months. But I, I will say I learned a lot from that as well. Like all my, all my, all my jobs to date, all my yeah. career, they really have sort of um, culminated in, in, in Formula Fig. But yeah, the bar method were very good at being methodical. Mm. There is a method to it and training team. And I thought it was, it was very interesting also being both sides of being the client yeah. and the other way around. And as you said, it's so interesting to see how people treat you. Yes. And that early on, I was like, wow, okay, number one, I think everyone should go into hospitality the older they get. 100%. <laughs> because it's remarkable how quickly one can forget. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I was a server for a very long time, worked in the restaurant industry and then worked in sales. And I mean, Gosh, there we go. you call people, they don't want to talk to you. They do not want to talk they to you. They do not. And you just figure it out. Yeah. And it's like been such a helpful skill. It's a really helpful. And you just don't take no for an answer. Yeah. Well, number one, you don't react to it. Yeah, you don't care. But it's, it's no, fi- it's okay. filed. Call you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think it's so, and even with team now, I'm like, and they say, oh, no, no, we reached out by email and this person said no. And I said, of course they said no. Yeah. And I was like, go for coffee 17 times. Yeah. And then hopefully get a yes. Yes. But you've got to be proactive and you've got to go and see them and you've got to work on the relationship. So I think nothing is just a one and done. No. It's always, always. Maybe in three away. years. Exactly. It'll be there. But Play the long said, game. I'm yeah. very about playing the long game. Me too. I very much am. But building your business while you have a family, yes. like that is an art and a science in itself. Like, how did, how do you do that? And how did you do that four years ago when your kids were in probably a more hands-on state? Although maybe it's more hands-on now. What do I know with the two and five-year-old? Oh, I don't have to answer that really. It's like when they say when you, when, before you've had children or you have a newborn, like, gosh, I can't imagine what it'd be like as a teenager. Of course you can't because you're not there yet. And that's why you know, the progression happens gradually. Mm-hmm. I think probably the same with business and children. I always, I struggled a little bit in Vancouver. I obviously left Bar Method, had my third, um, and then explored a few different avenues. I, I really wanted to do something. I thought Vancouver was incredible companies would come out of here and, and such talent here. Mm-hmm. It's a long way away yeah. <laughs> from a lot of the world. So I think sometimes you get overlooked, but not for much longer. Um, no, it's true. And yeah. I think when Formula Fig came around, it was before that was even a concept in people's minds. Yes. Like you had them, as you said, you had the Medi spas, you had places where you go yes. pick up product. There really wasn't anything that married the two of those things and then the efficiency and efficacy of a 30-minute no. treatment. I will I mean, say it wasn't wildly received. Really? No. I probably got blocked by every single Instagram account in the city. Why? In that, I don't know. I didn't even know them. And so I, I don't know. Obviously, I do a little bit now, but I'm like, hey, yeah, rising, rising. We'll remember four <laughs> years later, it's still there. Uh, rising tide floats all boats, people. Yes. Um, no, I don't know. Um, but going back to the parent thing, I, I didn't know. Like, I didn't. I knew yeah. I wanted to do something. I wanted to get back into it. I didn't just want to be someone's wife. Mm-hmm. It never was that in London before. Just someone's parent. And even mm-hmm. though those are two of my my most cherished roles, I still felt like I had so much more to give and learn. Um, and then I think so much more to give back. Once you do that. hundred percent. I feel very, very strongly. And maybe I'm a bit of a, I might come across too firmly with some of my junior team or younger team. Cause I, I'm like, you've got such potential. And if you, if you can know, skip a decade, if you can know now on the next 10 years, what I had to learn in my late thirties, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I really, and, and one of my things, like I, I don't expect you to be a formula fig forever, but I do expect you, when you leave Formula Fig, you are going to get the best freaking kick-ass job ever. And you are going to shock you know, their socks off. So that's what I feel very strongly about. But yeah, going back to the parent thing, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. 
<laughs> so what did that look like with young, um, like younger kids? Like, were you waking up at 5 a.m. or like? Yeah, and I was quite used to it. For bar method, like I used to get up really early. I used yeah. to do the early classes and come back to look after the kids and do the late classes. So I was quite used to that. Um, then what did I do? I think being in a service business, didn't quite appreciate that you'd have to be on the ground yeah. <laughs> in that location. So Anita and I, we used to bring the kids and they used to help clean at night. Um, wow. Anita and I would like to run the till, you know, during the day. And then as we built up our team, it was a lot. And I don't think, and I, you know, again, I, I don't overly want to go into it. There's a lot goes on behind the scenes that people don't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it takes it takes a lot. But I don't know. The kids very early on were great. Yeah, often I'd have total meltdowns and I have an incredible group of friends here. Even right now, one of my best friends, she's like, JJ, I've got you. I've got Othello. You go do you. And so that I think I'm very fortunate in that and found myself a very supportive women Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, who are not jealous, who swoop in and hopefully vice versa as well. So I do. I think I built a really good community. And that's why I think community is so important. It's so important. How did you build your community here? My really close friend, and it's also nice to meet people as you go through as mm-hmm. well. And I think that's one of the wonderful things, you know, who you come across yeah. in business as well. How did I build it? I really worked hard at it. Yeah. I went for a lot of coffees. I did a lot of cold calling. <laughs> I feel um, you. Yeah, I did a lot. And I think sometimes it's hard, isn't it, to crack into those circles. Whether you live here or not, you might know, you might be a new parent, or you might have a new, a new job or a new area. I think for anyone, whatever stage you are, it's often quite hard. And so I definitely believe not in the 80-20 rule, but the 90-10 rule. What's that? Just go 90, like put that effort in. Yeah. And then obviously at some point, if it's not huge, you've got to cut it off. You're putting them in the 10%. But yeah, bucket. but I was saying yeah. to my husband, like, I'm really looking forward to when someone just really wants to reach out to me. Yeah, something. I reached but out to you. you that's did. why we're and here honestly, today. That's so nice. <laughs> and that's why I think, again, it comes back yeah. to you, unless, unless you keep keep trying. Um, but even for Fig, um, we did a friends and family round really early on. Reckon water's quite costly, you know. Yes. It's quite a, it's, yeah. It's quite spenny. And um, I had a group of women from school, from Bar Method I'd met, come and sit on the floor of my sitting room. And I went, and each and I did a presentation to them on my TV. I mean, looking back, it's just mortifying <laughs> what we said. And what we I said can't in the look dream. back at anything, really. You just got to keep moving You have to. And I remember yeah. thinking, yeah, just be humble. Who gives a flying? Yeah. And um, even actually, I, I bumped in one of the women when I was doing a workout yesterday. And she goes, I remember sitting on your floor. Wow. Um, so, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And did you know right away that you would need to raise money to build out the concept the way yeah. you wanted to do it? I didn't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to build that yeah. that many stores in yeah. four years. I, one Wednesday's been around the same amount of time. And we haven't been brick and mortar hardly even yeah. in wholesale. I mean, we have yeah. our whole run for account and a few select stockists. But being in retail and being in brick and mortar is a whole other ball game. It's a whole other ball. There's a lot of upfront capital mm-hmm. um, you do need. And I think even like, from the early days, yeah, it's probably a little bit, again, I was having this conversation just now, the girlfriend. And I feel very strongly also about women, especially having financial literacy. Mm-hmm. I had none. Like a kind of, you know, I did have had much more hand to mouth with my old jobs and it was yeah. fun. But now I very much strongly believe in that. I also very strongly believe in that investing mm-hmm. is not a dirty word. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is very important. And um, and it doesn't require a lot of capital to get no, started. I no. think that's what people get scared. They're no, like, well, investing's not for me. I only have like $1,000 no. to think about investing. Look, that is a great place to start. 100%. And whatever, yeah, it, it is not 
always with people with great means at yeah, all. Yeah. And uh, th- there's actually a lot of courses you can do. And Did you do any courses or how did you? Yeah, I've met, I've met this amazing woman called Ali. Um, she's at UBS, but she's very, um, she was at Layman's during the crash. Mm. Um, and she's a big advocate. And actually, I want to start these, um, I am starting these quarterly dinners. And I'm very keen to bring it to Vancouver ah. about talking about it because it's, it's so desperately awkward talking about money often. It is. And finances, whether you're the breadwinner or you're the, you know, the key parent or mm. whatever, it is still, you know, you're still dealing with money. But yes, I agree with investing, whether it's in the US, yeah. um, it's your 401 or whatever it is, it's very important. It is really important. So back then, I was a bit naive. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, you have to start yeah. somewhere. That's yes, the thing. Do. And you have to figure out, like, I only really understood the stock market when I worked for a public company, when I worked for Slack. And then they gave me, a, like, RSUs. And I was like, what is that? And then, you yeah. you know, you start yeah. building on it and you realize, like, what compound interest is 100%. and how that can work in your favor. But I often find, you know, in conversations around a table, men will talk about investing and yes. they're so confident in it and they have all these opinions. Yes. and. Women, you know, in my experience, at least this isn't like a broad Mm -hmm. statement, but have less confidence to join in those conversations. And I I read a statistic one time that was men need to know like 25% of what they're talking about to sound confident, whereas women, (laughs) we need to know like 75. And so it takes us a lot longer on average to really feel like, okay, I have a, a leg to stand on in this conversation. It's, I, I could not agree more. It is really hard. And I wish for what, five years ago now, we've been open for four years, started five years ago. I wish I had conviction mm-hmm. um, in my decisions. I'm realizing actually I'm quite good at making decisions. And I'm actually, I, I'm quite methodical in it. Um, but I didn't always have the right words. And even mm. now I, I'm, I, I struggle, we know, with that quick <laughs> that yeah. quick back and forth. I've been a shocking litigator. Um, <laughs> I, and I, I almost and I, went to law school. Oh, and now I'm oh like, how would I have done that? No, I don't you, know. You've got good chat. And, um, <laughs> but I, and I, and I sort of like dwell on things after like, I should have said like this. But so now in the company, and especially around board tables and you know, in, in subsequent fundraisers, I now have the confidence to say, I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm very smart, but stop with the lingo. Yeah. Can you just break it down and put it in layman's terms? And so actually I ban any sort of corporate, yeah. um, any corporate chat in FIG. So if I can't understand it, I doubt the majority of my team can understand it. Well, and it's so true. I think you, you know, you talk to Eve, whether it's for you, an architecture team or a design yeah. team or someone who knows more than you do and they're not speaking your language. They're yes. not speaking to you in a way that you can really comprehend no. and understand. So how are you supposed to grow with that partner? And I think that's really important when you're having these first initial conversations is, are you speaking to me in a respectful way? Because yeah. I believe in myself and I believe in where yeah. this company can go. And I need, if you're going to partner with me, you to believe in that as well. And yes. only, the only way for us to do that is to communicate. 100%. And I'll, I'll frequently, within even team meetings, I'm saying, I don't quite understand your why. Why are you asking me that question? Can you can we get it down to the nuts right. and bolts? So then, then I can start sort of thinking through things and the same, like, have no shame. Yeah. It's like, I don't actually understand what you're saying. Could you just break it down? Or could you walk me through that again until we get there? Yeah. And now I'll, can't, you'll hear me said, if you're coming to fake, um, I'll, can't, yeah, with architects to, yeah. to contractors, to, you know, a- any which way, um, to investors, make, walk me through that. I'll get it. Yeah. But I don't understand how you're saying it right now. And people respect that as well. It's yeah. better to do that than like start talking and no mm. one knows what you're even talking about. And then you leave the meeting feeling horrible because you had no idea what you're talking no, about. But I'm realizing that just happens more and more. It does. <laughs> so I actually within a company, I've had to say, okay, we only have you know this much time per meeting. We have yeah. an agenda out 24 hours beforehand. 
Right. And if no one's read the agenda and prepared for it, I call it within the first five How minutes. How long are your meetings? Too long. Uh, like 45 <laughs> minutes? What are we talking? It depends. It depends if it's just like a catch up or yeah. if it's a working session. Ideally, yeah. I love working sessions to move the needle. Yeah. I love to do and see yeah. progress. I'm not very good just talking the talk. Like do the, you know, do yeah. the work, walk the walk. So it can, it can go on, but um, yeah, it oscillates. <laughs> I know. It's really hard to differentiate between and, and really have enough time to do the yes. deep work versus yes. the execution. How do you balance that? Do you have a structure for that? I do. What um, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm going to take some notes. I do. But again, sometimes I'm like, okay, just not enough. I also think it depends on the day. It really mm. does. And obviously we have our structured work week, but we're a seven day a week business. Yeah. 12 hours a day. So it definitely um, fluctuates. But um, some days I am my, my ops day or my, my finance day and I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't do the work and sometimes like just going through the motions. So sometimes I might just call it and just do, get this project out, which I've been really mean to do. Yeah. But I know it's easy for me to say I can do that. In my do you have like specific days, like time blocks where you say, okay, this, yeah. this day? You do. Yeah. Okay. I really try to. But it's hard. Yeah. This week, I'm on the road a bit more. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm visiting teams in Vancouver. So it definitely throws things off a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah. I'll How often are you in the store? Um, obviously, I live in LA now. Yeah. So West Hollywood much more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Since COVID and since I've got my assistantship, so I can now legally travel. Yes, exciting. <laughs> and that was a couple. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and do it at least once a quarter to teams. Okay. And it's, it's interesting because like, we want to be in there and there, but also I do. I very much believe in empowering our, our yeah. managers and then run a store mm-hmm. um, too. So amazing. Yeah. Didn't Gwyneth Paltrow just say something really exciting about your West Hollywood store? She what did, did she say? She did. Oh gosh, I'm going to muck up the quote. <laughs> but it's based along the lines of go. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm really um, I've been blown away by the support actually, mm. and um, and I think again it comes down just to building slowly, building community. Yeah. Everyone expects an overnight success. Yeah, I truly believe there's nothing like that. And if there is an overnight success, it's and not also like last. Gwyneth Paltrow saying that it doesn't mean it's an overnight success. That's just one no more building way. block. You I'm know sure, what I mean? like, yeah, I'm sure like other business owners or you know people who work in marketing out there. Yeah, like yeah, we landed this person. Yeah, and what is the what is the knock on effect? Yeah, zero apart from very nice friends saying nice things. About no, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Like we we landed on Goop within the first year for wholesale, and huge. we were really excited. And of course, like there is brand equity and awareness yeah. that comes along with it. But you're kind of like, oh, we've made it. And then a couple of weeks go by and you're like, oh, okay. That's just one <laughs> little step in the right Tiny direction. Step. And some of Fridays, I was very excited to see you. Yeah, they're amazing. And that's mm. what I love like about being an entrepreneur. Like you yes. said, like the community that you build. And yes. I, like I just wrote yesterday on my Instagram that Melissa Wood just posted <sighs> our robe and she's been so generous yeah, she's with tagging us. And... You just like, you kind of sit back and you really have to take a moment when those things happen because they become more ubiquitous and you have to really say to yourself like, wow, this is, this is really, really exciting. Yes. Even if it drives only a couple sales or yeah. even if the story goes away after 24 four hours, it doesn't really matter because again, no. each little building block really gets it you compounds. to It compounds. It does. Everything compounds and you know, there's, there's no one silver bullet. No. I don't believe. No. Maybe, no. yeah. No, I don't think there is. My highlight last week was Taylor Swift's backing dancer. 
Oh. Came into Formula Fig. I know. That's I'm manifesting amazing. them all to come in. But yeah. You went to Taylor Swift last week. I did go to Taylor Swift. I know. Do you like that segue? I do. You want to I talk about it? I went to Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's like the, the, new, it's the new, like, Soho house. It's <laughs> 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 I went to Taylor Swift. I'm going to go to. <laughs> I have to say, a very, another amazing friend of mine, um, she in LA, she phoned me off on the Tuesday. She has actually a finance meeting. <laughs> You're like, and, finance day's over, and people. I there, and I hear my phone going, ding, ding, ding. Next thing I was like, okay, I, I normally try not to check my phone yeah. on the meetings. I give my team quite a hard time if they're not present yeah. on a Zoom meeting. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like having coffee with someone. You yeah. wouldn't be sort of staying off some distance or sort of brushing your hair. Unless um, Taylor Swift tickets are on the line. So I was like, okay, this, this, this is something, I was like, something's going on with my children or something's happened. I was like, oh my gosh. And so I had to tell the team, I was like, I'm really sorry if we're going to have to call this one early. I've yeah. got to go make some friendship bracelets. <laughs> yeah. Were you so inspired by the show? Like, I just, what a talent. Yeah. What a talent. And I, I was blown away by everyone in the audience. I sat down and I did actually, my daughter made me some friendship bracelets. Are you wearing it? Uh, well, it is. I, I obviously oh. got it wrong because it actually has give a fig on it. And I... But my friend gave me ones with like midnights and Aww. enchantment and everything on it. Um, but I sat down and these girls just turned around and I tapped them on the shoulder and like, oh, um, can we trade? I just like, fell out of my night. I was like, yes, I'm part of something. <laughs> yeah. But, I didn't realize yeah. that was a thing, like oh trading gosh, yes. friendship bracelets. I, I panicked because I, I was like, Ophelia, and I, my daughter, like, where are all your little, um, your little letter yeah. beads? And she'd already gifted them. And I was trying to order them really quickly in LA, but they're totally sold out because wow. of her concert. I know. Oh my gosh. But she, she really is like such a positive light and so creative. So, but her, her lyrics yeah. went down a deep, deep sort of hole quite late yeah. into the night afterwards um, about her Easter eggs. Next day, I was like, team, we're dropping Easter eggs on the website. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of Easter eggs do you have? That's a good question. I have Sophie. to find out. <laughs> You can't tell us, I guess. (laughs) No, but I think everyone's a bit over my Taylor Swift references now. (laughs) I'm going to go on your website later. I'm going to do a deep dive into your website. I haven't managed to turn around that quickly. (laughs) Uh, Give me another two weeks. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you another two weeks. So what what percentage of your business is divided down between your website, stores? Like, how do you break that down? We are very much brick and mortar. Yeah. So it's probably retail to service. Service is 70% of our business. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. And you have a membership. We have a membership. Which is very cool. About convenience, consistency. Yeah. We all know things compound. And yeah. Consistency is key. Skincare is very yes. much that way. And also, it's also to bring people back in. Yeah. Very they, smart. Yeah. And I, it, well, obviously, from a business standpoint, yeah. it's like a subscription business. I know. Business. We're like, what can we get people to subscribe <laughs> to? <laughs> Robes? <laughs> we haven't quite figured that no. one out. Maybe washcloths. A washcloth would be good. <laughs> I love yeah, washcloths. I know. Well, I got to send you some. Oh, there we go. And what else? But also from a community um, standpoint as well, like we want people, and I was in Mount Pleasant this morning with the team, and we're talking about events. We're actually launching a new events platform, and actually you can sort of pre-book because oh, it's just cool. getting so overwhelming yeah. um, with how many events we're doing. So you can sort of go on like an event bright and basically Very oh, cool. I'm going to come to this. Yeah. But they were saying how members in the Mount Pleasant area is just, you know, it's a really big community now. Yeah. And they all pop in and then they might sort of pop in and show their new baby or you know, they, they might go and feed their dog oh. or oh, and they might give feedback. Or I had that product the other day. It wasn't great. I really like this one. And so that that was the point of it as well, is building this sort of shared skincare yeah. experiences, which I love. Interrupting this episode to tell you about my weekly newsletter, What I'm Loving Lately, that comes out every Friday. I talk about what I'm reading, cooking, watching, listening to, 
and loving. And if you want to subscribe, you can go to my website, www.sophiecollins.com and scroll to the bottom to subscribe. I love the Mount Pleasant location. It feels, yeah. it does feel very like comfortable to walk in. That's I feel good. like it's it's not intimidating. No. I Sometimes I find that with skincare and anything that yes. people need to learn about, like it's intimidating to go in, but I feel like at Fig, you walk in, the product is right there. So you can you can browse and then yeah. you start talking and you're learning about the services and you do a very yeah. good job of that. I, think, I, I always want them... I want them to feel not like your home because yeah. no one probably lived there. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a bit much. You might. My, my, my. You see my home. <laughs> um, so I wanted something quite otherworldly, which you wouldn't typically have. Yeah. It was always intentional never to have it like your home. Yeah. So it might, it's, it's a little bit out there to design. Um, but yes, I wanted you to walk in and see people like yourself, mm-hmm. you know, whoever that may be. But also people don't have, no one has perfect skin. Yes. Ever. I know we're both sitting here. Like I know I have just. Uh, you sort of, look. You no, look I was just talking about good. my breakouts. I'm like, what's going on? I know. I have. Um, I have a weird patch going on. I'm worried perioral dermatitis. Oh no! Oh, no. Aunt Perry is coming. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Aunt Perry. Is that you? We'll see. I think mine's called Aunt White Wine. It's coming. Back. <laughs> no, wine does it. Doesn't what is it then? Uh, is it no, much? wine does it for your oh, skin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. I think lack of sleep. Why? Out. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Maybe the summer is coming to a close. I've had a lot I of know. Fun I'm summer. like August 15th. It's time to wrap it up, everyone. <laughs> it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> My skin can't hack it. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted people to feel yeah, unintimidated. Yeah. And again, it's 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 an interesting one as you scale to try and keep that feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's a constant recalibration because we are in the people business. It's mm-hmm. very hard to control often yeah. and standardize. But yeah, as soon as we become too cool for school, that's when I very much put my foot down. Well, that's the thing. Like the design is so cool. It really, really is. And I think people will go in just because of the design yes. too, but it is still so welcoming. Like I hate that. I hate going to a place where it's so cool, but you feel yes. really awkward. It's like when you're there. little and love you, mom. It's a very beautiful house. I hope your mom's listening to this. That will make me really happy. Actually, my, I actually spoke to my mom earlier this morning and um, she's like, oh, darling, can you send it to me? I don't know what you're doing over there. <laughs> you can send her I'm this. busy, mom. I'm busy. <laughs> yes, I'll send it to her um, in the UK. But yes, but um, I always wanted to have a home where you could host an immediate party mm-hmm. or friends, you know, my kids' friends could come over, be respectful, but it wouldn't be like a kid's house. Yeah. Um, but they feel very comfortable there. Like, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm never protecting edges or yeah. it's very it's very easy. Or you could put a glass down yeah. without worrying to be told off or leaving a ring. <laughs> the same for fig bars. They needed to be able to host, uh, see yeah. a lot of traffic without being too precious. Exactly. I feel everything in life, you're a little bit too precious. It's, I agree. Because <laughs> you friction. I think I read in an article that I think I read, I read it because I yeah. was researching you today. And one of the things that you learned from your boss when you were working in fashion was mm. the idea of like something ugly. It's called jolie lid. Okay, jolie so lid. tell us I'm, I'm about butchering that. that. Okay. Um, it is ugly, beautiful. Okay. But nothing should be too tasteful yeah. ever. And uh, she was very good actually. It's about a blow. I probably sort of aged out of quite a few of you, but um, she was incredible. She was this doyenne of fashion in the UK. She discovered Alexander McQueen and Philip Tracy, and she only ever wore couture. But in quite this, she always had like a fag hanging out her mouth yeah. with a slash of crimson lipstick by MAC and then made of her. And um, she had the Tracy hats, always wore a Tracy, um, Philip Tracy hat, but very extra and only wore Manolo's. 
And she was just so, but she was also had quite a dirty sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But I loved all these juxtapositions going on. I was, I was slightly obsessed. And she was, yeah. There's How a lot did of you stories. get dressed for work? Like that would, that would um, intimidate me personally. I think it was quite different back then, yeah. 20 years ago, than it is today. <laughs> it's a little bit more free-flowing. Yeah. But yeah, we borrowed a lot from designers and we were always prancing so around. Cool. And it was, and you're, you're, you know, you'd be paid in looks. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd go to parties to be fed wow. <laughs> and then you'd just be put in suit. And I know it, it was wonderful, but I know we were never allowed to wear flat shoes. Wow. I, all I wear now is flat shoes. I, but, I can't um, with the heels anymore. She, yeah. But she was like, I actually always, My feet don't fit into heels no, anymore. Mine is blade. I know. <laughs> my feet have gone are the bones still yeah. there I'm very good at swimming these days because I mean it's <laughs> quite the paddle I know I, yeah. I looked down the other day because my shoes are too small and I'm like what happened you know and I always pride myself in being the the girl who could run across the road and you know Oxford Street and ridiculously yeah. high shoes and not fall over and sashay and now I put a pair of shoes on and I look like my husband walking so it's like yeah. trotting I tried so. on my wedding shoes the Aww. other day they're like these like blush patent Dior four inch. I don't know what I was thinking. Heels. I bought them in Paris. They were were like my first designer purchase. I, we got engaged. I knew we were going to Paris the next year. And I was like, I'm going to save up all year and we're going to go to Champs-Élysées and I'm going to buy a pair of Dior shoes. And then I tried to get my husband to go for a glass of champagne after he was like, no, 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 we're done (laughs) done. at the shoes. Anyways. Tap water for you. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) I he wouldn't. I we, we, I tried to get him to go to Lavenue, and he looked at the menu, and he was like, "Sophie, we're still in university." I was like, "Okay, fair enough." Anyways, I tried them on the other day, and I actually couldn't get my foot inside. Nice. And then I looked so it up, and that happens when you have babies; you get older. And then you like, also your rib cage gets bigger as well. And so I, I already yeah. have a big rib cage. <laughs> Mine just got bigger, but I do have an extensive wardrobe of those looks, which I yeah. cannot get into in just totally inappropriate outfits, yeah. which I just love looking at. So fun, yeah. It's so, so fun to fun. keep those pieces. Yes. If you have the space. Yes. And that's why I think also clothing, interiors. Yeah. You know, it's quite nice to have fun with it. It's so fun. Out there. I and did, yeah, I did get quite a lot of criticism when I first, why would anyone want to do all green? And, and our incredible contractors, Milltown, you're amazing, mm. Evan. They were so good. And he was like, he was Irish. And he's like, yeah, sure, 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 JJ. <laughs> and everyone else is like, uh, what are you doing? No, I love it. I really, I feel like you did green before green was like, I feel like green has come in a lot in the last few years. Green's never going to go. Just look to nature. There's so much different, different shades and tones of green. Does nature inspire your work? Yeah. I think that's why formula fig as well. So like Mm. I always have in that juxtapositions that you surely made. Something needs to be quite uncomfortable. Mm. Um, Otherwise, it just gets too, too wishy-washy. And then... Yes, formula fig. I very much believe in science. I very much believe in clinical trials and medicine. Um, a huge, you know, hugely into that, but also I very much believe in the natural world. And mm-hmm. I think, especially skincare, was getting it was it was two different factions. Totally. And there's a lot of judgment and and mud throwing between mm-hmm. both different factions. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand why you can't play in both and mm-hmm. appreciate both. And there should be no judgment. So a lot, yeah. of, you know, it's a lot of our our guests, we call them, they. Yeah, they, one might be leaning much further, much more to the clinical skincare, and you know, what does that really mean? But also the much more. The yeah, what, botanical does, clini- side. what does clinical mean in your? Definition? I can't answer this. Like I won't butcher it. I think I struggle a lot with a lot of the marketing terms out there: medical, clinical, um, clinical clean, grade. Okay, clean, can we talk about clinical. clean? What does clean even mean? 
really at the end I don't of the know. Day. I don't know I don't either. Know. I don't because know. Because ingredients, sometimes yes. I think people get confused because ingredients will sound like a chemical, but really yes. the root of any ingredient is a chemical. Is a chemical. Water is a chemical. Uh, yeah. So I just, I think we have to be very careful in that. And especially at Formula Figure as well, we, we're really taking our time before we, what we say anything like that. I mean, yeah. I very much believe in both sides. I, mm-hmm. I really do. Um, what I do believe in is standards. Mm-hmm. So as you said, like ingredients, I believe you should have, you know, impeccable ingredients. Like you go to a restaurant, yeah. you wouldn't go to a beautifully designed restaurant having f- you know, phenomenally created meals yeah. with shitty ingredients. Yeah. Um, so I think same That's as skincare. No, whereas, but also I think formulations are incredibly important. Yeah. I don't, I often think the magic comes through formulations. And I think cosmetic chemistry is incredible and they really are, you know, the alchemists. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I, I often, so I struggle a little bit sometimes with, I think some beautiful, it's very, it was very simple, mm-hmm. um, simple, but I still think we're thrown a little bit like, oh, that's such a complex formulation. I'm like, yeah, well, that's incredibly important. Yeah. And then also I think manufacturing is huge. Mm-hmm. I think how you manufacture it, um, the standards around it. Yeah. Again, you might have beautiful formulation, you might have beautiful ingredients, um, but if you're packaging it in some, you know, it's being contaminated along <laughs> yeah. the way, on the way. Oh, God. That's not great either. No, no. So I think, um, yeah, we should all be a bit careful with it. But also, but also for me, I make this whole judgment and fear mongering. I, I agree. I, I very much dislike um, marketing with fear. Me too. So if you ever see Formula Fig saying things like, we are better than so-and-so, or you should never do this because of this, um, call me out on it. I'll call you. Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen. I trust you. <laughs> okay. So I, we, I I feel like all the questions I prepared are about skincare. We haven't even talked about it. Okay. So what's your skincare routine? Like what uh, products are you loving that you can get at formulafig.com? <laughs> click and collect. So yeah. Order it and then go and pick it up in store. Yeah. Very convenient for the Very two convenient. hours. Um, what do I love? Well, I just got told this morning, Packing for this trip, there's a lot of different moving parts and people I was packing for and yeah. different things we we're doing. So you're here with your three kids. Three kids, but Just they went you. to camp. Yeah. Then one of them is staying. We've moved in places various times. My How husband, many my suitcases way. do you have? Uh, did you bring? We just have two. Okay. But then my kids actually have a pack each to go okay. to camp. And then we're going to friends this weekend and okay. they can't look like total nutter. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> So we need a little bit of a wet wipe before Come you back from them. camp. Exactly. Revitalize. So that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I tend to be, I, I pack very unpractically. Um, okay. I went. <laughs> <laughs> no packing tips here. <laughs> There's zero. And my husband, every day, JJ, you basically pack trunks for 10 years and fashion shoots. You're away every week. And I was like, I think that's why yeah. I'm incapable of packing for myself. Yeah. Because I hate it now. Yeah. I've done so many carnets and so you know so much packing, unpacking of my time. Good for the kids. Packing outfits, always packing outfits. Yeah, um, I like to be more fabulous. Forgot all my workout kit today. Thank you, Condi, for lending me a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but and then my my stand is like, you don't need trainers for this workout, do you? Oh uh, sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I know. Thank you. Know. <laughs> yes. I'm up on the lingo. Oh, no, where I was, where I was off no, so my skin care. Sorry, I got to fashion again. My skin care. No, I love it. So I actually was very restrained this trip and I knew that I could pop into Fig when I arrived because <laughs> they're open seven days a week and pick up some of their samples. Okay. Um, so so currently I'm using Ven cleanser because I think I need a bit more of a gel double cleanse, especially yeah. with so much sunscreen and a bit sweaty. I, it's like it's hot. really hot. We're very hot right now. <laughs> I'm so hot. And, you um, have a blazer on too. I, I decided against the blazer. This might come It off. looks great though. This might come up. To be fair, I'm feeling cooler than I have been the Good. past few nights. Yes, my oh. house is very hot. 
what else I've been using. So I like a gel cleanser. Normally I like a, like a cream or a balm cleanser, but Ben really liked that one. Double cleanse with it. Very much into what am I using for a spray? Really keen on misting. Yeah, I love a lot of that. And right do now. you cleanse in the morning? I'm going to get really yes. specific because I yes. love skin. I don't yes. know how much you know that I love skin, but you're, I you're, I do follow you for skin tips. I love skin. So do you cleanse in the morning? Can this be a quick fart? And you, yeah, I, you, I, we ask each well, other. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I always. do. I do. I didn't cleanse in the morning for the longest time because there was that like thing that went around that was like, you don't need to cleanse in the morning. Just splash water or just put your products straight on. And I suffer from, I suffered, I guess mm-hmm. I would say from hormonal, hormonal mm-hmm. acne. So for me, like I do have to be quite specific about the products that I put on, even like yeah. treatments. Like yeah. I did gua sha for so long. It doesn't work for hormonal no. acne. Like no. note to self, don't and do that. And that's another thing. What one person yeah. does might not work for you. Totally. So, yeah. And also do if you, you try you. 18 different things all the time, you're never yes. going to know what's working. Yes. You have to use a product for at least six weeks. Yes. Well, I'm probably not the best advocate that right now, but yes, oh, It's I agree. hard. I it's agree. hard when you're testing products. Yes. I'm, I'm the same. Like yeah. obviously I'll test products all yeah. the time, but I really try if I'm bringing a product in to use just one new one for like a period of time and then I'll even like put stuff into the cabinet. I'll be like, this is my routine this week. This is what I'm doing. I'm like very specific about it. Oh, Sophie, I love that. I'm, yeah. Well, right now I, I told you Aunt Perry's coming back. So <laughs> I am, I'm very paired back right now. It's That's like good. a gel, not even, sorry, a foaming cleanser. Yeah. With like a very, very simple moisturizer. And that's morning and night right now. Because even a vitamin C sometimes will really? like throw me for a loop. Yeah. I'm using a lot of the hyperpigmentation serums right now. A lot mm. of, um. Tranexamic acid, alpha arbutin. Okay. I could be got a great brand, a great brand. I think it's about to come to Canada, Sophie Pavitt. Okay. She, actually, you should check her out. She oh. is um she's a Brit. Oh. She's Welsh, but she's um she's in New York and she is called she's called like the breakout queen there. Her skin is phenomenal, but she just a lot of celebrities she treats, but okay. she's amazing and she is the go-to person. Okay. And she's launched this new line, new line, her namesake, and it's very, very good. Okay. So she's a wonderful Mandelic serum. Okay. Just great. For what breakouts. is Mandelic serum? Mandelic, it's a, it's an acid. Okay. Acids are not scary. Acids yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's a very gentle exfoliator. Okay. Um, and Mandelic is actually very good for breakouts. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I know. I, I actually, I've been trying to find a few more like lactic again. Yeah. Like I think Shani Darden does a very good lactic. Mm. Dr. Loretta as well. Do you like a glycolic? I do. Okay. I like glycolic pads. Mm-hmm. I haven't I been using them so too. much recently because of the sun. And yeah. I have, maybe haven't been as strict with my wide brim hats yeah um <laughs> neither <laughs> but yeah i do like iconic will you ever put get sun on your face <laughs> candles friends send me aperol spritz i've had at lunch yeah no well i did just come back from europe and after after like two weeks away i may have done like a may have done like a little bit more for casual normally i always wear hats yeah but yes i do like a little sun on my face once yes in a while. I, it's not intentionally I do it yeah I'll suddenly be like oh shit like yeah, yeah I've actually yeah I love to actually go out first thing in the morning without I, I wear do. SPF because I that's just like yeah. part of my routine yeah, I just I put I on wear first routine yeah always but I will go out in the morning when the sun is not as strong without a hat and without sunglasses oh, really yeah <laughs> just so I think you're much more deliberate than I am yeah I'm Mine's very deliberate like, oh god <laughs> I'm nothing if not I'm deliberate. I'm my tomatoes <laughs> and I've forgotten to put something on. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll do that yes, too. Yeah. Like evening, I'll go out in the garden. Yeah, no that, even, that evening light that is That so evening beautiful. light. And that first in the morning light, I love. I, I love my garden. Next. Tell time. me about your garden. What are you growing? Um, lemons. Ugh. 
I mean, that's what you get for living in LA. I know. How I many really lemon trees it. have I bought in Vancouver that they have died? died? <laughs> a lot. I know, but weirdly, mine have, mine have done quite well. But I love gardening. Even yeah. in Vancouver, I had I really just, I have my formula again from we move houses. Yeah. Um, and garden is a big part of it. So um, what's like, do you spend time in there every day? Yeah. yeah. And every Sunday, if I'm home, I really need it to mm-hmm. recalibrate. And mm-hmm. I get very cross if Ollie books in like a lunch or a hosting. So I try and get all my hosting done Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. And we, you, know, you host a, a lot. Yeah, I feel we like. you're, quite you're a lot. very social. But Sunday, I'm like, even if he's like, my brother's coming, I'm like, absolutely not. No. I need to wear either, wear not very much and garden in the garden. Yeah. A nude gardener. It's a nude gardener. <laughs> now my bushes. That are- is awesome. <laughs> My. That is really good for you, though. <laughs> I, just, I tried my garden very private. Do you know it's that it's nice. really good to get sun on your butthole? I have, we have <laughs> joked about that, but I feel, again, that's quite intentional and quite deliberate. You can let me know I what you want know. me to cut later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd ever think about it. I, you know, it I've never out. done it. I've no, never really. done it. Well, I don't think I did. I think that's wild. I know. It's so burnt. Apparently, you know. like testicles for men, too. Really? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that. No, I would, well, I've never seen it. Only in Vancouver. It. Yeah, <laughs> you've never seen. It. I have personally. I've heard about it. Apparently, it's very good for vitamin D absorption. I don't know. I like a bit of freedom, and I like just. Yeah. I, I'll put my AirPods in, <laughs> but not your clothes. <laughs> not my clothes. I wear my AirPods. Yeah. Not my and a pair. Of, actually, I wear a pair of gardening. And your. My, this is a great visual. My, you have your hat, your AirPods, your gloves, and nothing else. And a pair of second Oh, okay. This is perfect. So you have your lemons. And my lemons. Do you make of, a cocktail with your lemons? Yes. What oh, do you make? Um, margarita. Mm, a lime. lemon margarita, a lime margarita. We have limes as well. But lemon can go with lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out. I love a lemon. It's a very flexible fruit. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Okay, you didn't give me your nighttime skin. Okay, sorry, my, night, so my morning was, I always cleanse the morning. Because okay, me too. I feel that to wake up and just get myself organized, yes. I do I do have followed a little bit of rituals. Not as no, it's not, not quite like you, but I do have a, like a mini one. I have Okay, to, what is it? So I have to cleanse. Okay. Put my serums on because it's so hot right now. I just put sunscreen on. Yeah. Brilliant. First thing. First thing. Me too. Always. Yeah. Um, do I you try- ice roll? Oh my goodness, Mac, I should. I like, love If it's ice in the roll. freezer and some child hasn't stolen it to do yeah. various things <laughs> no, with it. I have a children's with it. ice roller and my <laughs> ice roller. Mine's <laughs> in a velvet case. The oh, children's no, is just mine, oh, Mine's wow. wedged in the freezer door. Occasionally you might find it. Sometimes, yes, I will, but yeah. not, not in the mornings. I take a lot of vitamins. What do you take? Whether they do anything or not, I don't What's know. What's your favorite? Um, vitamin C, niacin, Bs, iron. Yeah. Got it. NAD. NAD. Mm. I haven't gotten into NAD. No. Heard a lot about it, though. It was suggestion on the place I bought it, so I bought mm. it. Anything else at night? Yes, I do. I take a lot of omegas. Oh, gosh, what else do I take? Progesterone. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. I rub it in. On your body? On my body. Before you're naked gardening or no, after? you should never do it. <laughs> Not in the sun. Not in the morning. It also helps you Hey, sorry. Well. You put progesterone, progesterone cream? Estrogen. Please don't quote me on this. Progesterone, because I was literally just talking to my naturopath about yeah. progesterone, which I had to take to conceive the second, oh, the third really? time when okay. I had a miscarriage in between and then I yeah. took progesterone. Yeah. But I'm, we'll have to circle back to that. 
I'm Let me double check because it's from Shestrain, but I didn't. It's something I wrote okay. on my inner th- <laughs> so my forearms really? and my boobs. But obviously, yeah, okay. I really want a hormone and, hack. Okay, so I, this I like, is for hormones. What's hormones? And also, I don't want to be a total not a bitch. Like, I feel Okay, and so this helps. Snap, yeah, it does help. We need to know then if it's estrogen yes. or progesterone. So we can... Oh my gosh, if I have my phone close to me, which I normally do, I don't I'll, know. I'll write it in yes, the notes later. Yes, I'll write later. it. Yeah. Noted. <laughs> yeah, okay. but it really helped. And also, if it's sleeping, it could have been alcohol. I stopped alcohol for six months, but also I just woke up consistently at 3 a.m. and could not get back to sleep. So I was like sleeping four hours a night oh, wow. for about a year. Oh my and God. I was like, okay, is it my hormones starting to go? Mm. And so I did take Prometrium, which I think is a progesterone pill okay. at night. Okay. For hormone health. Yes. Which I actually need to get. Okay. That's I good. feel like, you know, I'm 33 right now. I'm obsessed yeah. with hormones too. And I think having kids, yeah. you're just depleted. So depleted. You have to get your hormones tested if yes. you if you can have access to yes. that. It's very important. You can also ask your family doctor. I think people yes. don't, you don't have to go to a naturopath. You can no. demand no, no, to no, your family no. yeah. doctor. But it's super important. I think functional medicine is much more, yeah. It's, it's more accessible more. in Canada too. Like yes, a lot of plant, like a lot of benefits cover yes, functional medicine. Yeah. Okay, so your nighttime skincare routine. Nighttime skincare routine, obviously cleanse. Yeah. Um, Any cleanser you love at night right now? Or the vent? I love a balm. Okay. Um, I'm really into a balm. I also like, um, I really like Epilogic. I try and do like a, maybe okay. a gel first of all. Yeah. It depends if I'm wearing makeup, yeah. lot of makeup or... So if a lot of makeup, you do a well, gel a first. Makeup, I, I barely wear any makeup, but yeah, if I wear say. makeup before I wear sunscreen, yeah, definitely. And then a second cleanse with, okay. yeah, with like more of a gel. But, then, but I love the feeling of a balm. I feel much more mm, nourished with it mm-hmm. or a cream cleanser. Okay. I don't tend, recently I, I am, but um, yeah, I don't tend to be that affected by breakouts. It's hard in this heat not it's to It's really be. hard in this heat. Yeah. Then again, sort of mist or I'll put my actives on, um, obviously a vitamin C. Are we doing a retinol? Yes. Okay. Um, not in the I, summer. I pull it back in the summer. Yeah. But I, often I find if I stop doing things in a routine, I forget to get back on them. I know. <laughs> so I do that. I can really, I can really tell it's, it's, I need to get back on that. There should be like a reminder that just goes out like October I 1st, like I retinal season. Team, yeah. Email, email flows. Uh-huh. <laughs> Newsletter idea. <laughs> Sophie needs one. Turn pronto. on your automatic <laughs> yeah, yeah. alert. Sophie Collins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so retinol um, or glycolic. Yeah, and um, 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 alternate. Like yeah, same. And then what else I do? I do a lot of much more nourishing. Actually, yeah, I really like juice skin at the moment. There, I'm, t- I'm juice testing. skin. Yeah, juice mm. skin. They also have a really good tinted moisturizer, don't yes, they? Yes, they yeah, do. I've heard that. Yes, and then yeah, a moisturizer. Actually, and I actually really like an oil. Okay, I know. I'm. The I oil love camp. an oil. No, I love <gasps> an oil. Honestly, once a week, I'm like yeah. maybe twice. I yeah. love an oil. Yes. Do you know living libations? Yes, that's amazing. Oh. And actually, people do rave about that. Love. We should stop. I know. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. You, but I know some stock. some brilliant people here stock it as well. So I was like, oh, okay. we, we we try and look at oh, who stocks what. So you have a the, lot of unique products. Yeah, and also we want to be um, because we're much more local. Yeah, we want to be respectful of people's mm. shopping habits as well, and make sure that's there's so not nice. there's not too much cost. But um, oil, I really like, and also if I'm really tired and I have to quickly go, like yeah. you know, just spruce myself up I'll definitely press on some oil mm. before I put my moisturizer on totally I like to look really greasy I'm oh yeah, yeah Matt's not glazed donuts not even doesn't even come close to describing what I like to look like. I'm like a treacle tart it's like a seal <laughs> a seal like a seal that just came out of the water <laughs> hopefully yeah. not hairy though no, well <laughs> do we do dermaplaning I don't okay I have do you do it at formula? No, we don't. No. Um, it's we don't. very controversial. It is controversial, but also 
I've done it. Yeah. I have no opinion either way. I think if it works for you, great. Yeah. It depends if you sort of follow corneotherapy or where you're, yeah. <laughs> where you prefer. But again, horses for courses. Um, we tend to do things you can't do at home. Yeah. That's just where our rule of thumb is. Otherwise, there's just so much shiny stuff out there. Totally. And one of the harder things right. about formula figures, we have to stay very edited and very condensed. It's yeah. very tempting to add things to the menu. Yeah. But it's like in my house, I have a one in, one out policy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and same, same with like fig. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I could talk to you for three hours, honestly. I feel like we just... Go on, hit me up. Hit me up with a uh, do, you so, do you demoplane? I've gone back and forth. I, I break out sometimes. I do break though. out. Even but I, I, have but my I don't threaders, like I having out. hair on my face. So <laughs> what do you do? When the mustache is getting out of control, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Take the guy I like threading. The... I like threading. But, threading I, but I, I do face? think... Yeah. Even like this part. Sometimes. Because yeah. you get more hair as you get older too. I mean, I've... I, I mean, really that's just part of it, isn't it? Part of your feet. You, you your get feet on that progesterone. Wide. I know. <laughs> not my feet. I know. Yeah, to feet. I know. Um, so... But, but no, no I, I have done it. Yeah. I do it like I o- I'll only do it in a clinic. I used yeah. to do it at home. And yeah, like, it, I don't it know. It is still a blade. I'm like... You know? Yeah, like, it is still a blade. Yeah. Um, I'm just... I'm just not... I haven't really tried, but do my hair. Yeah. Any of that kind of stuff. I'm like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's why I probably don't. So, do what's pain. your favorite treatment at Formula Fig? Like collagen and texture. Okay. Yes, especially as I'm getting older, and monthly. I really try. Okay. Is that the recommended? Like one hundred percent. Okay. But now we've introduced this new membership called, especially in LA, and all called All Access. Wow. And you can have it basically as many facials as you like. It's like four a month. It's amazing. People come wow. in for it. Why not? Yeah. Like, why not? And especially if you're alternating it with. The much more the lifting, you know, the, yeah. the radio frequency, the microcurrent, and the ultrasound, the compound effects again are quite incredible. Oh my gosh! Yes, I, I can't to... wait to go. I mean, like I've been to obviously Vancouver, but I can't wait oh, to, you go have to go to the West. I know. And our new one in Culver City. Yeah. Oh, yes. when is that opening? That opens. Gosh, in two months. Okay, so yes. probably around the time this will come out. So that's perfect. Oh, nice. I yeah. can. And that that sandwich between the Era One and the, the Sephora. Oh. Perfect. And it's like Era One Facial. Forget the smoothie. They've moved on. <laughs> yes. yes. But also maybe a fa- like a smoothie. Maybe a smoothie. I like it. You could do a deep green. Deep you're green. Like a and maybe inside it, it's like pink. Yes. And the inside it. of a fig. We're, 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 we're on it. We're that. on it. <laughs> okay. So I ask okay. everyone. Yes. What are you obsessed with right now? We talked about a million things, but oh. is, if there's one thing, it doesn't have to be a product, just like anything. In skincare? No, it doesn't matter. Just in life. I'm obsessed by interiors. Where do you find like the most inspiration for interiors? Or is it just like in your brain? UK. Mm. Um, I love layering. I mm. love more is more. I'm very much into print on print on print on print at the moment. Mm. Um, so I do a lot at home. So what did I bring back? I was in Florence as well recently. And I'm very much into their ceramics. Oh. We so have like hand painted plates from, you know, like where the um, Grand Hotel is, right yeah. on the Arno. There's yeah. like a a hand paint paint painted porcelain plate store, like down the street from. I should have given it to you. Beautiful. I'll send you pictures. Yeah, so obsessed by interiors, and so like fun. every weekend, as well as my gardening, I will do something. So I actually, I was putting beadwork, beading, like you know, that should not beads, but um, beading on all my bookcases. Oh. In a lacquered less. So I'm very into that. That's so cool. I'm obsessed by. I'm obsessed by Russian 
spy. Oh, I that I literally show. have on my list. What are you reading? Russian spy novels? Question yeah. mark. I'm obsessed. You and Ollie. I think, anyway, I need, I think I need, we probably have read about seventy five of them. Stop. Yeah, I'm obsessed. You're addicted. I'm addicted. I actually think I'm coming to the end of my addiction. It's actually seventy five. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of got up. To, it's kind of got to modern day and beyond. Okay, and it's a little bit scary. Yeah. <laughs> So, too um, close no, to home. Too close to home. Too close to Latvia. Too close to yeah. Sweden. Okay. Yes, but um, what else do I really like? Wait, I, do you have an author, Russian spy novel author, that you would recommend, or just Google Russian spy um, novel? I'm not going to give you my suggestions what I'm reading because they're definitely getting more and more lowbrow. But okay. I say Bill Browder is a very good one to read, okay. and that is um, that is not fiction. That is very very interesting. Well, what have I really loved recently? And then also, you know, I have the my book club, and they sort of send me all the recommendations, so I don't look. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Libra. But I was saying to my husband the other day, and I'm, I'm a big, I'm a voracious reader. I try and read like a book or two a week. Kindle or a hard copy? Oh, I was hardcore, hard copy. I know. Sorry, I was Mom too, again. but I switched to Kindle. Yeah, it's too many books to lug around. I know. Um, and I was like really anti-Kindle and then I got one and I started reading way more after having kids and I was like, big time. And also if, if, if I wake up during the night and I'm yeah. starting to panic, I can just slide my Kindle from under my pillow yeah. and carry on reading without working. At like probably. the one... So. I'm always at the one, maybe two, maybe two brightness. <laughs> I can't it's see. So true. Yeah. So true. Um, yeah. But I actually, I, the other week I said, Ollie, we, we've been a, we need to start reading something else because we're actually becoming very boring dinner party guests. <laughs> no one else yeah. is reading The FT it. on the weekend, just not cutting it. We no. need a little bit more. Like, yeah. 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 Um, but. Okay, well, I'll send you some books that I have bought and not read because oh, I am please. also reading fiction on my Kindle. <laughs> I have to say that for me, and it's been quite, I don't know, it's been quite a challenging, big first half of the year. Mm. Um, there's been a lot of change and growth and that is my escapism. You need it. Yes, and yeah. that that has kept me... Like, like quick, lowers your cortisol. Pick up my, yeah, pick yeah. Up my court gentry book. <laughs> I feel good about it. I'm going to read it. I'm I'm, going to read a Russian spy novel. Okay. And the last question before we talk about where people can find you, about what makes you feel your best? This kind of thing. Talking to people, being around people, you can laugh and we're interested, Mm. vice versa. Isn't interested such like people don't really understand how powerful it is to be interested? Oh. Interested. That's my favorite way yes. to describe someone that I like. Is they're interested. they're interested. They want to know more about you. Yeah, you, know, you can. You're not waiting for them to finish. Yeah, so you can then interject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, um, yeah, curiosity is very important. Even yeah. in work, I think as well. Like people are, do what you're passionate about. Might like, probably don't. Yeah, um, because that can be complete. <laughs> it killer. might ruin it. Yeah, for might you. really ruin it. <laughs> But do something you're really interested yeah. in and you want to learn more about. And like let your interests change and evolve. So, yeah. yeah, last night I was having dinner with friends and it's so hard, isn't it, to be judged, especially as you get older. You are constantly evolving as a person. Yeah. And sometimes I feel it might be hard, especially with this council culture. 100%, I think it's very important, you know, to people to learn from their mistakes and mm-hmm. some things should be addressed. But also, you're not the same person you were a decade ago. No. And I hope you're not. I hope so. God, <laughs> and then you're evolving so. as well. So I think it's very important to keep, yeah, keep those interests yeah, and open. follow it. Yeah. You definitely do yeah. that. What do I enjoy? Yeah, I enjoy that. I love that. Where can people find you? Tell us, like, Formula Figs website and Instagram. You can find me in my you garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you really want to find you, <laughs> bring the progesterone cream. <laughs> And a Russian spy novel. <laughs> uh, where can people find me? We are now in Vancouver. We have three locations in Vancouver. 
So West Van, Ambleside, which is stunning location. Um, Mount Pleasant, Main Street, Fitzlano, our OG. And then Toronto and Ossington, um, that cool street we're talking about. And in Summerhill. It's really nice Love neighborhood. Really nice. That was where I really wanted to live growing up. Sorry, mom and dad. I was like, <laughs> Summerhill's great. Can we move yeah, there? They're like, I, no. <laughs> the community there is absolutely yeah. wonderful. I was a bit nervous actually about that. I was wondering how they would they would receive us. No, I always get quite I feel nervous. Like it's great. Really? Um, do you? Yeah, big time, of course. Like oh, I, I, God, I generally as a person don't overly I of course I care, but I, I don't mind it come at me. I'm yeah. fine. I'm pretty like whatever. But yeah, I get, you know, I get nervous is it going to be a success when you launch? Is it going to work? Are you going to absolutely slate it? Yeah. Who's going to give you the most harsh feedback? Who does? I mean, oh, everyone. Really? Oh my goodness, yes. You should see our Asana boards for feedback. It's quite extensive. And then we are in LA. Amazing. So West Hollywood, North Sycamore, really cool street. And we're opening Culver City next to Erewhon. So exciting. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, so it was such a pleasure. So I know, fun. just keep going. I know. Um, so but thank you so much. Nice to see you. You too. <laughs> thank you so much for listening today. You can find me on Instagram at Sophie C. Collins or on my website at sophiecollins.com. And you can find my brand One Wednesday at one underscore Wednesday underscore shop on Instagram or onewednesdayshop.com. If you liked today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you have time, leave a rating and review. I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks to Podfather Creative for editing and production.